Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am grateful, grateful, grateful to have you on the other end of this microphone. Thank you for tuning in. It means the absolute world to me. This podcast is directly from my heart, and it is all about sharing stories so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You're not. We are in this together, me and you, which is why when I started this podcast, I also started a community space, a place for us to gather off of social media where we could be together. You can show up exactly as you are, share your heart, and you will be seen and loved and deeply held. So come on by. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. I want to start today by sharing some very exciting news. I am going to be teaching a writing class at Lucky Star Art Camp in November, and I could not be more excited. If you don't know what Lucky Star is, it is like sleepaway camp for adults, which is absolutely incredible. It takes place on this beautiful, beautiful campus type setting. I guess you can say it is an actual sleepaway camp for kids, and that's where we go. But it's stunning. You stay in different cabins. You're right along the Guadalupe River. It's in Hunt, Texas. And the meals are incredible and delicious, made with absolute love. There are all sorts of classes to choose from, from painting to writing. Gosh, there were so many other things, (laughs) so many things. And I am honored to be able to be there again. I taught two years ago, and it was an absolutely epic experience. And if you have never gone to an art camp or to a women's retreat or anything like that, I get how it can feel a little bit intimidating to leave the comfort of your home and go spend a few days with women you have never met. But let me tell you, it is beyond incredible. There is something truly special about showing up into a place where everyone is there for the same reason. Everyone wants to connect. They want to go a little bit deeper. They want to create and be together and share. And when you're there for those same reasons, all that is there is love. There is no judgment. There is none of this like separation. It's just everyone coming together. And to me, when I entered Lucky Star for the first time, It just felt like a warm hug, as if I had known all these people my entire life. And many of them I was just meeting for the very first time. And so I really encourage you to check it out. You can learn more about it at luckystar.com. And I will also put the link in the website, in the show notes below. And come along. I'm going to be teaching a writing class. We're going to write ourselves home. We're going to find our way back to each other meaning ourselves, (laughs) through putting your words down on the page. There is something to be said, and I know I have said it many times here on the podcast, but there really is something to be said 
about expressing yourself through the written word. Allowing your heart to untangle and unravel everything that might be swirling around inside of you. And to give it space on the page. We need that. We really, truly, absolutely need it. And so to be able to do that in a group setting is amazing because writing by yourself can feel isolating, right? Beautiful, wonderful, amazing to do. But there's magic that happens when you do it in a group. And I have seen it when I have done it in my in-person writing classes, as well as even the Zoom classes online. When you're there sitting together, you're really focused. You're not really allowing yourself to be like, oh, I should just get up instead and go do the dishes. (laughs) No, you stay. You're present. And this presence gives your heart the permission to really spill open. And when other people in the room share kind of what has been coming up for them or what's a piece of their writing, it's inspiring and encouraging. And maybe you hear something that you connect with. Maybe you're like, oh, my goodness, I felt that way too. There is something, there's something about it. There really truly is. And it just goes to show that we are meant to be traveling this journey together, right? We're not meant to do it all by ourselves. And the only way to do it together is to actually come together, right? I mean, that's it. And so I'm beyond excited for November. I have gone to retreats now, gosh, the very first one I have gone to has to be now over 15 years, if not probably more. And they have truly changed my life. And every single one is different, even if it is going back to the same retreat. Everyone is different in its own unique way because it all depends upon who the folks are that arrive. Because all of that energy, when it comes together, it creates the experience. And I have to say that going to these types of art retreats, women retreats, has really helped me find my way back to myself. It has helped me to continue to be on this journey of life and be present in it. It has given me the opportunity to express myself, to gain confidence in who I am and really stand a little bit taller in who I am. And again, I know, gosh, going somewhere where you don't know anyone can feel really intimidating. But I encourage you, if you are slightly curious, if there's kind of this inkling in your heart that is saying, I want to do that, but I'm terrified. Oh, I am here saying, take that leap, because that was me the very first year. There was this inkling in my heart, and I wanted to do it, and I was kind of holding off for a while. And then it was probably even past registration. And I reached out to the person who was hosting, saying, asking if there was any additional spots. And there was. And I was like, that's the sign I needed. <laughs> I am meant to go. And so I did. And truly, truly life-changing. So if there is that inkling, if there is that curiosity, take the leap. Give it a try. I guarantee you will learn something new about yourself. You will definitely be pushed outside your comfort zone, but then leave with this feeling of comfort and love and kindness and swirling with amazing energy. 
because that is just what happens there. <laughs> it truly, truly is. It is an amazing, amazing gift. So come and come to my writing class because I would love to be gathering with you there. Mm, so excited, so, so excited. Now on this note of travel and going out into the world and doing all different things, we, Dustin, Emma, and I, have arrived home from our first airplane trip. <laughs> yes, and we made it. We are home, all three of us, all in one piece. And I want to share a little bit about what that adventure was like. So we went down to Florida to visit my aunt who lives there, which is great because it's a short flight. We were going to my aunt's house, so there was that comfort of being home. There were also a few major things that I didn't have to worry about packing because we were going there. She already had a portable crib, which was amazing. Even um, things like baby food, diapers, wipes, I shipped that all ahead of time. So it was there. So I didn't have to lug that in the suitcase as well, which was an enormous help. But, you know, getting ready <laughs> to pack and get ourselves on that plane was definitely a lot. <laughs> I have never really had to pack for this extended amount of time for me, Emma, and Dustin. And there's a, like when it was just us, it's easy, right? We grab our clothes, our toothbrush, we go. But now with Emma, it's a little different. <laughs> you, and with us, I kind of feel like if we didn't have something that we needed, we get it, no big deal, right? We can roll with the punches. But for her, there's certain things that it's like, oh, if we don't have our food, we're in big trouble. If we don't have enough diapers, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of a problem. And I wanted to make sure that we had enough clothes for her. You know, she's a baby. She gets spit up. She throws her carrots all over her shirt. I didn't get a change. And I want to make sure we also had things that she stayed entertained throughout the time that we were there. But then again, I mean, let's be honest, what is more fun for a kid than an empty water bottle or a Tupperware container <laughs> They really don't need that many toys? They really just need those two basic things and they are happy. But it was a lot of preparation. You know, I had my list. I checked it twice, three times. Also figuring out what can we put under the plane? What did I really want to make sure I had with me on the plane in case the suitcase didn't arrive? But also knowing. We were going to Florida, where my aunt lives. Right around the corner is a grocery store, a Target. There's ways to get the things that we need if things didn't arrive, you know? So that took a lot of the, the stress off of it as well. So we got ourselves packed. <laughs> Everything looked great. What I tried to do with our carry-on was make sure that I had toys for her, food, diapers, wipes, and extra change of clothes. And anything that we might need medication-wise, you know, Tylenol, just in case. Saline spray for her nose, you know, those little things that help the baby. And so we had all that in the carry-on. And we decided to check our bags rather than lug them onto the plane along with her and the stroller and the car seat. It just felt like it was going to be too much. So that was a great decision to do, to just be able to check them. And then we took the travel stroller that we had, which wonderful with which has a wonderful feature where our car seat clicks right into it 
So we put her in there as we strolled through the airport. And that made it really super simple and easy. We traveled out of Newark. And this is the very first time I have traveled out of the new Terminal A. So usually for domestic flights, we would go out of Terminal C. And I'm so used to that terminal and the chaos of it and where everything is. But going out of A was wonderful. I mean, fabulous because everything was brand new. So everything was nice and clean. And it was really easy to get through. But my nerves were just, oh, usually I'm a very easy traveler. I'm the one who will hold all our travel documents. I am the one who kind of has that ease about them. But this time I was anxiety (laughs) and Dustin was the one with ease. There wasn't even like a long line for security. So there was nothing that like we had to worry about. But I just, I wanted to get through. I wanted to make sure that like we made it to that other side (laughs) where we could get onto the plane. Because doesn't it always feel like that before you travel? Like you're there, but you're not really there until you've made it through security. (laughs) Because who knows what can happen during that time. And he was like, what, what, what's, we have plenty of time. Why are you in a rush? Like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm just feeling really nervous. I want to make it through. We've never gone through security with Emma before. I want to make sure that it's quick and easy. And I just want to go through. And so we have clear. So we went down to the clear line. We didn't even have to go to the clear line technically because there was really no line at security, but we had it. So we wanted to use it. So we did that. Super simple. Scanned our eyes, showed our travel documents, and then we folded up the stroller, which fit right through the security check belt thing, whatever you want to call the x-ray machine. (laughs) Same as the car seat. We put that in. Our bags. Dustin walked through holding Emma, and then I walked through, and it was simple. Really, really simple. They did stop and kind of check my bag with the formula in it but all went well and we made it to the terminal with plenty plenty of time again though like getting onto the plane my nerves are still still unsteady and unsteady because I have no idea what this flight is going to be like for Emma is it going to be that her ears are going to really bother her and she's going to scream the whole flight will she be uncomfortable will she just be kind of bored and jittery. She had woke up really early. Our flight left around 9, and we left the house at 5.30. 5.30, do we leave? It was somewhere around then. And so she was kind of all thrown off because she usually doesn't wake up that early. But she's like looking around in the car, looking around in the airport, curious what's happening. <laughs> very alert, very aware. And everyone always tells you, you know, to help avoid kind of that funky ear pressure to feed a baby on takeoff and landing. So now like we're trying to figure out spacing the food, but also not having her be starving so that she's screaming. So I fed her a little bit while we were waiting. And then we get into the plane, we get all settled. What we decided to do, and this was simply just for our comfort, was to purchase a seat for her, but we didn't bring the car seat on because we just wanted to have the extra space between us. And so we had the entire row, which was great because airplane seats are super tight. (laughs) And 
if it had to be two of us next to a stranger with Emma, I think that would have been a lot to do. So having the whole row was amazing. The frustrating part, though, was we could not figure out how to get the armrest to go up. For some reason in this row, they were not going up. And that was a bit frustrating. <laughs> but Emma was looking around. She was kind of paying attention to everyone boarding. And we um, got onto like the line to take off and the pilot comes on and he says, all right, you know, there's, there's a lot of happening today out of Newark. <laughs> we're, we're number 11 in line. It's probably going to be about, I think he said 20 minutes. But, you know, good news. I think there's probably 20 people in line. So 11 ain't bad. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I was timing her food and all that. And you can tell she's just getting hungry. She's not going to last another 20 to 30 minutes. And so I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm going to feed her. You know, what can we do? It is what it is. We have the pacifier. We can try to feed her more, you know, if she wants during takeoff. And so I fed her and then she fell asleep. And I think she was just exhausted from everything that was going on. And she did sleep for some part of the flight, which was great. And then other parts, you can just tell she was getting antsy. She wanted to move around. She wanted to play. We had her sitting in the chair next to us. And this is, you know, first parenting <laughs> learnings. And we had on the tray table in front of her some of her toys that she was playing with. But then Dustin and I were like transferring our drinks over to each other. And he put his in front of her for just a second, right? It's always just a second. And of course, she grabs it and it spills all over her. <laughs> I was like, oh, Emma. <laughs> but luckily, I did come prepared. I had an extra change of pajamas for her. So we changed her, got her nice and dry. It all went well. And the flight went very smooth. I mean, she cried a little bit throughout, but she was an excellent traveler. She really went with the flow. She didn't make too much of a fuss on the way from the airport to my aunt's house. She fell asleep. And even throughout everything we were doing in Florida, she kind of just went along with it. It was really amazing and really cool to, to have her there to bring her into the pool, to have her experience being with different people outside of the comfort of her own home, to sleep somewhere new and see all different new sights. I love just watching her interact with my aunts and my dad and his girlfriend. And the best part is how much joy this tiny little person brings just by being in the room. It's incredible to see so much joy. And she doesn't really do much, right? <laughs> she smiles, she laughs, she plays with her toys, she kind of crawls a little bit around. But everyone is just in awe of her and is playing with her and is, she's making other people smile. And I love it. And I really, truly love that she got to spend that time with everyone and that everyone got to spend that time with her. There's something special to be said about being together, making that time, really being present and engaged while you are there. And we had the best time, the absolute best time. 
being able to stay at my aunt's house, all of us made it so easy and simple. It was a very relaxed trip. There was no like major plans. We all kind of did what we wanted to do. We hung out, we relaxed, played games, swam in the pool, grabbed lunch or dinner, made dinner, and oh, just what I needed. And the weather cannot have been more perfect. But as we were there, Emma started coming down with something. And I guess that's par for the course being seven months old and traveling. You know, you're around now all sorts of germs and your immune system is nice and fresh. And so by the day before we were going to leave, you can just tell she was off. And, you know, she's chewing a lot. So I was wondering, well, maybe is it just teething? She didn't really have a fever, just a little tiny bit one, which that could have been teething. But her nose was getting really stuffy and she just wasn't herself. She was a little bit mopey, I guess you could say. And so the next day we were leaving and now I was worried because knowing that she had this stuffy nose, was it really going to be a problem on the plane? Is she going to be super uncomfortable? What's going to happen? And now my anxiety going up again. (laughs) How is this going to be? And so we got into the plane and luckily this time the armrest, my goodness, my mind just went blank, the armrest went up. So we were able to really kind of spread out and be comfortable. And we had bought before we had gone, I don't know if you've ever seen these, but they're earphones for babies that really are just for sound protection. And so they're noise canceling. So she really can't hear anything. And we had tried them on her before we left and she kept them on. She was fine with them, but we didn't use them, the flight going. We were like, let's see what happens. You know, if she needs them, we have them, we'll put them on. When we were leaving Florida, she started to fall asleep as um, people were coming onto the plane. So we're like, let's put them on her because we noticed when we were going down there, like with an announcement would come on and the pilot would say, buckle your seatbelts, she would wake up. So I was like, let's just try, you know, if they work, they work, if not, not. We put them on her, she fell asleep and she slept the entire flight home. I think number one, she was exhausted (laughs) from everything that we had done, the travel, all of it. She wasn't feeling great, so she really, truly needed the sleep. But I could not believe it. Oh my goodness. It was amazing. And it's exciting that we were able to travel together, that we had this opportunity to leave our home, go experience something new, get to be with family, create new memories together. And I have gone on this trip probably for the past five years, but Destin was never able to make it with us until this time. And so I was so happy that both him and Emma were there. And to be able to experience travel as a family, to jump on a plane and go somewhere new. And it makes me excited for what's to come. And Emma was an amazing traveler this time. She really went with the flow. I know for sure it is not going to be that way every time. But it's encouraging to, to keep doing it because if we did have like a really rough 
first experience, I think that might hinder us in a way of like, oh, do we really want to do this? Should we wait? But having a positive first experience really helps us to say, yeah, we want to keep traveling with her. We want to do different things and get her out into the world. And so who knows where our next adventure is going to be, but we are excited for it and just excited to, to do this as a family, to be traveling and learning and not only learning about, you know, the places we're going, but learning about ourselves. Because it was interesting, you know, to see Dustin in that light of being the calm one when it's usually me. And to kind of have our roles reverse. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, interesting learning, you know, and you don't learn those things if you're just in your routine and going through everything. But uh, it just totally cracked me up. I'm like, what is going on with me? Why am I so nervous about this? It's, it's not like I showed up at the airport and there was this crazy long line. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, we're not, we're not going to make it through. No, there was no one there. We were going to make it through with ease. And even if there was kind of stop, you know, we had plenty of time. <laughs> so, so funny. It's funny how stepping out of your comfort zone and doing anything for the first time can really put you in a different mindset, right? It really absolutely can. And so that was our first travel experience as a family of three. Definitely a positive one. Filled with so many great memories. and happy so happy that we did it and if you're looking for a fun travel excitement come to lucky star art camp goodness i would really love to spend time with you there and i think you would love it too and if you have any questions about camp about the class i'm teaching about other classes that might be there please reach out to me because i would love 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 nothing more than to chat with you about it and I have to tell you, chatting with the camp director from the very first camp that I went to was what helped me make my decision because I was completely on the fence. Because it was unknown, it was new, it was scary. But if you hear from someone else, it could help you to realize, oh, this is for me or this isn't for me, you know? So please reach out. I definitely would love to chat with you about it. And let's end this wonderful moment in time together by pulling a card, something that you can tuck in your pocket for the week, something that may be a reminder, a few words that you might need to hear, and let's see, what do we need for this coming week ahead? Opportunity and change. Oh my goodness. Now that's a big one. And I have to tell you, as I was shuffling the cards, I was just thinking about change. I have no idea why. And it feels like change is on the horizon. Mm -hmm. Let's see what the book says before I go down my own rabbit hole of wondering what this could possibly be about. Opportunity and change. All right. As one door closes, another one opens. This is a time for change. Your angels are drawn close to support you in making the changes that you need to make 
Your angels are drawn close to support you in making the changes that you need to make to attract opportunities and abundance. You may have experienced resistance recently or felt stuck, but the new beginning you are seeking is unfolding now. If you're hesitant over a decision or wondering what to do about a particular project, your angels are encouraging you to go with the new. Change might bring a sense of vulnerability or present you with the unknown, but it will allow you to make a deeper connection to your feelings and gifts and what's important to you. Your guardian angel is waiting to guide you through the doorway of opportunity that is being offered to you now. Oh, that is a big one because change is scary, right? Anytime there is a change, it definitely leads to that uncertainty, even if it is a change that you want, something that you've been dreaming about, looking forward to. It's still different. It's still new. There's that unknown factor that really, you know, kind of has you a little bit hesitant sometimes, right? But sometimes we just have to dive in, right? Feet first, go with it. Take that opportunity, leap into the change. It goes on to say, you are in a time of change and opportunity, whether this involves a new role, career opportunity, relationship, child or project, know that it is blessed by God and angels. This is an exciting time. And if you have apprehensions, know that this card is reassuring you that you are being supported by the divine. You will be guided by signs, intuition, and instinct. Move forward fearlessly as this is a blessed time for you. Let's take that in for just a moment. Move forward fearlessly as this is a blessed time for you. Where do you see opportunity and change in your world right now? Where might you have to lean into it, even if it may feel a little scary and unknown? Mm. And can you give yourself the gift of being open? And if an opportunity does come up, say yes to what's new. Dip your toe in that little bit of change and see how it feels. Oh, this is a big one, my friends. Really lean into it, even when it does feel uncomfortable. I thank you so much for being here, for tuning in. Please come over to the Soul Circle podcast and Soul Circle community and introduce yourself. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon.